0: plushcare.com slash weight loss yo what up welcome to tevez of the best today is friday march 19 2021 my name is jc tevez welcome to the podcast about my life and nothing else but stick around you might learn something new happy friday guys oh i recorded twice this week pat on the back anyway what's up man what's going on with you guys you guys have a great week it rained a few times this week huh or it rained this past Wednesday, so True, scary okay, so what are you gonna talk about today jC I have a few things that I want to talk about uh mainly movies and the I guess like a it's like a documentary with like a reenactment in it that's on Netflix that I thought was very uh entertaining, very informative and actually we talked about it uh, I think in 2019 on the Hale, Hale show about that college admission scandal if you remember it was a huge thing. And I had some thoughts on that because, you know, as somebody who went through the college application process and as someone whose parents donated $10 million to get me into... No, that's, that's I'm just kidding. But I did go through the uh, college admissions process in the United States. And I had some thoughts on it And because I didn't do it here. I don't know how different it is here. But, yeah, let's talk about... But first, let's talk about the movies that I watched this week, okay? I watched a few movies, Special Agent John, that were pretty good. Uh, I watched boss level this movie called boss level that stars frank grillo or Grillo, Grillo. i I, I guess it's frank grillo who you might know from the the purge movies like the second and third ones he's the main guy in it super batak guy and it's a groundhog name kind of movie so it's uh the day repeats over and over again or if you if you're more maybe you're more into the tom cruise movie edge of tomorrow which is one of my favorite movies ever So, it's the same kind of thing. You know, he, he dies and then he has to repeat the day. It's a pretty good movie. It's very entertaining. Uh, I don't think it's the, it's not a bad movie. It's not a great movie either. So, it's like in between in terms of the time loop kind of movies. It's like in the middle of the pack, which isn't a bad place to be when it comes to time loop movies. Now, uh, let's, let's talk about time loop movies because I've watched a few of those and I always usually end up enjoying them because I like the whole premise of kind of learning from your mistakes and repeating the day. Uh, surprisingly, Groundhog Day for me is a little bit, like, that's like, I think that's the OG one, right? I'm sure there have been time loop movies before Groundhog Day, but everyone calls it like a Groundhog Day kind of movie. And I watched Groundhog Day, admittedly, I've only watched it once, and this was later in life. I think I was in college when I watched it. And I will tell you, it was not I mean, it's good, but it's kind of it gets a little bit slow. If you ask me, if you've ever seen it, I, I don't know if you agree with me. Like when he starts getting kind of depressed. I mean, I, I I like that how it shows like the impact of living the same day over and over and over again. But it got a little dark and kind of heavy and a little bit slow. The resolution but so for me it's it's good but my favorite and i think you all know this already is edge of tomorrow that is the best hands down the best time loop movie that i have ever seen such a good movie man hmm. what other time loop movies have i seen happy death day and then there's like happy death day to you i don't i, f- I don't really remember the sequel that well i've watched both but happy death day was also pretty funny entertaining Uh, mysterious uh, thrilling in a way i enjoyed it um palm springs which i just watched this week as well that one is more it's like a rom-com there's no there's, there's not any killing or anything that one is very good too palm springs it stars andy samberg so if you haven't seen that i would highly recommend that as well i'm trying to think of other time loop movies though the marlon wayans netflix movie called naked i watched that that movie sucks that movie is garbage don't ever watch that um, what else are... Time loop... I mean, I'm looking for time loop movies specifically, not time travel movies, because then that, that would just expand the range into a whole sort of... A whole list of movies. As far as I know, that's all I can really think about. Uh Happy Death Day, Edge of Tomorrow, Palm Springs, Boss Level, and Groundhog Day. So, Boss Level is, like, above... Uh, it's above Happy Death Day 2. It's above, um... The Marlon Wayans movie. (laughs) So it's in the middle of the fact. It's worth a watch. It's worth a watch, okay? Uh, Speaking of Palm Springs. Oh, man. I really recommend Palm Springs. Palm Springs is probably up there in time loop movies. It's a comedy slash, I guess, sci-fi because of time loop. It's about two uh, wedding guests. And they have to live the same day over and over again. I won't spoil it for you, but I really enjoyed it. I think you would too. It's on Hulu. I know that for... Uh, it's on Hulu, but if you can find other ways to watch it, go ahead, do it, make my day. Solid, solid film, man, solid film. Okay. Uh, I watch, in terms of what, did you watch anything that it's, that is, uh, had award buzz, JC? You know, cause you shit on Academy Award movies last podcast? I did! I finally watched The Farewell. I, I I talked about it on the podcast last week or this past Tuesday, I was like, "Man, I need to go watch Aquafina's serious movie because I always see her as a comedic presence." So I watched the Farewell, starring Aquafina, and I'm sorry I don't know their names, but the the dad of Aquafina is the con- consulate guy from Rush Hour. You might remember him. He might be like, "Oh, where do I know that guy from?" It's the guy from Rush Hour, not Jackie Chan. Um. The one whose daughter gets kidnapped in rush hour, pretty much, okay? And it was a little, I don't know how to feel about it. Man. I guess because I'm Asian, I am Filipino, I kind of get, like, there's a, I know it's it's based on a Chinese family, but, I it's, I guess it's too relatable that it hurts. Like, it, it's so relatable that I didn't see, like, I didn't really learn anything new. So I wasn't really as immersed because I feel like I know this life already. Does that make sense? The story is about a family, a Chinese family who they their grandmother or the matriarch, I guess, in this case, has cancer, but they don't they decide to not reveal it to her. Uh, they, they decide to keep the, the like the diagnosis from her and just kind of visit her with the excuse of they're going there to, to attend a wedding of like one of the one of the grandsons is getting married so they use that as kind of like a backdrop to kind of all get together in a reunion and in a way bid farewell quote unquote farewell to the the grandma because she's dying but without letting her know that she has cancer does that make sense uh, so, although the hiding the cancer thing, I've never heard of that kind of thing. I, I, uh, from based on the movie, it seems like it's a big thing in China. I don't think they do that here in the Philippines. But everything else, like the lauditas, the eating at the table, the arguing between whatever, the, the difference between East and West, you know, mga pinoy versus, you know, pinoy living here versus the pinoys that went to America and their ideologies, whatever, is all too familiar so i don't think it was that you know i i, I guess i came, i was watching and i was like oh, okay cool man but there's nothing like i didn't learn anything really except for the cancer part so in a way it was i, I imagine i like i would bet I, I already knew i went into this movie knowing that i was gonna be bored and i was i was super freaking bored but i i put myself you know i said fuck it, i'll just watch it right but the acting was very good. And did Aquafina deserve her best actress? Non- I mean, I don't know who she went up against, uh, last year, but she was very good in the movie. And it kind of took me out because I'm used to seeing Aquafina being Aquafina, right? Very loud and boisterous and whatever, you know, always telling a joke every five seconds. In this case, I mean, I don't think I remember a specific time when she was acting funny like she was just if she did say something funny it was in the context of the scene and i thought she was very good i think she deserved it i i, I don't know who she went up against but for her performance it was very good so well deserved in i, I would say um yeah i i thought the color grading i don't know if that like the cinematography color grade is that all part of the same thing but i thought it looked very pretty i like i love the use of there are some scenes that were shot in slow-mo which i thought were really cool as well and it's based on a true story, Pala, like the director's, it's based on the story, the life story, or like a life story from the director who directed it. I didn't delve too much into the background of it because I kind of want to, you know, just take it for what it was as a movie. Um, but I, I thought it was a, it was an okay movie. It was It's like a movie that you'll watch once and unless you're an artsy kind of critic, movie critic person, you probably won't want to watch it again. But I think it was okay. It was less boring, I'll give you this. It was less boring than Shoplifters, which was also a highly critically acclaimed movie. That one from Japan, the man. This one and the movie, by the way, is mostly in I don't know what dialect. It's either Mandarin or Cantonese. I, I'm guessing it's one of those two, Mandarin or Cantonese, but it's it's almost it's like ninety-five percent in Chinese. There's like five percent English. It's, it's good. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. I, I can appreciate it as a good movie, but I will never watch that shit again. Like, never. Like, there's no replay value for me. Uh, but it was good. It was good. Okay. So I watched that. Now, here's what I want to talk about while there's still battery on my phone while I'm recording this. The Netflix, uh, I guess it's a movie. Okay. So it's based on, it's like a documentary. They, they actually use recordings. Uh, like wiretaps t- tapped by, I think, the FBI, but they use actors to play the role. So I, it's like a reenactment slash documentary, I guess. I don't know what, if that falls into the same category as documentary or retelling, blah, blah, blah. It's called Operation Varsity Blues, The College Admission Scandal. So you might remember this. Even se- several celebrities were indicted or whatever were found guilty of paying this guy right, uh, Bill. Oh fuck, see, I, I forget his name. The the main bad guy, right? The main bad guy in this movie. Based, uh, I mean, it's it's a real guy. Uh, you know, I'm gonna look at up. Uh, college admissions scandal. Bill something. What the? Oh, sorry. Will William Singer, or I guess Bill Singer is his nickname. But so Bill Singer, Will Singer, William Singer. He's the kind of like the mastermind behind this whole. Admission scandal, and it was basically get. He was he found a network, or he was able to weasel his way into a network of higher class people who were willing to pay thousands, millions, actually millions of dollars to get their kids into Ivy League schools, among top twenty, top thirty schools in the country. Blah 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 blah. And just watching it, I was like, damn, how desperate do these people, like these people, have to be? And there was a line that stuck with me in there. Uh, it was, I forgot who the guy who said it was, but I think he was just maybe like a college admissions guy. But they were, he was talking about how college education has become more of a commodity rather than a, you know, like, than an accomplishment. It's not really about what you learn, it's about what school you went to. And in a way, I kind of understand that from somebody who went to the school in the U.S., but I feel like, I, I mean, I don't want to speak for anyone who na, a no college it's sa uh, Pilipinas, but, it's kind of the same thing here in a way, right? I mean, I think we it would be it would be fair. Sorry, I got a cough. <coughs> it would be fair to admit that there are certain schools here that, when you hear when let's say you go to a job application and you hear that a certain person goes to went to a certain school, uh, there's already some sort of bias or or kind of maybe even favoritism in a way. i'm not gonna list the schools but i think you already know right right which ones because if i list any schools you're gonna be like oh so what about this school jc you look down i'm not gonna i'm not gonna get into that with any of you guys okay but i think there's a there's a certain level so let's just talk about the u.s uh in this case i think at least in this case if i just talk about the u.s it won't really affect a lot of the local listeners right but let's talk about the schools what are the schools that you know harvard yale oxford uh i mean those are just the 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 ones i am mit brown etc., etc. so um you know getting into these schools if you get into them just the name alone is, is enough to flex it's like big dick energy right it's like you can you can flex it's like flexing it on the gram but you don't it's like a piece of paper your diploma yeah you know, it, it's all and i will uh there's always this joke that goes around that I've seen it even in movies, using movies. Like if you went to Harvard, somewhere in the conversation with someone that you just meet, you're going to find a way to work it in there because you're just, you just want to like show it off, right? You could be talking about anything. what you eat for lunch? Oh, I had a turkey sandwich. Oh, you know what? I had this. When I was going to Harvard, there was this great turkey sandwich at the cafe. Yeah. Something like that. That's a, that's the kind of the joke that if you go to Harvard, you will, you will find a way to say that you went to Harvard. blah, 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 blah. And it's just crazy to me that this, this whole admissions thing even happened because they were the, the kind of the, the loophole that this Will, this Will singer guy or whatever was going through was that he was getting kids admitted through the athletics program, but under false pretenses. So there, there was like a, a five foot five kid who got into a school. In the basketball program, but he was five foot five. I mean, not, not that five foot five players can't play basketball, but to make into college basketball, there's, has there been a five foot five? How tall was Muggsy Bogues? Maybe, okay, maybe Muggsy Bogues was the only one. But any other person, you'd be like, five foot five, college basketball basketball program, and these are like division one, like high tier basketball programs. You'd be like, what the fuck? Wouldn't that raise any concerns? Anyway. Uh, you know, you should just watch the, the whole documentary yourself just to kind of make your own opinions about it. But I just wanted to talk about the, you know, that, that kind of sentiment that college education is a commodity rather than what you really learn. And I saw that and I felt that it, when I went to school. So I graduated high school 2009, uh, from North Thurston High School. And I went to a community college for two years because it was cheaper because after you got your two-year degree, get transfer to a university, uh, you know, a prestigious four-year university. and at the end of the, your tenure there your end of your you know you do two years college community and hopefully ideally you would do two years at uh, the four-year university and then you get the, your associate or your bachelor's degree. And the good thing is the bachelor's degree is the same that you would get even if you started your first year at university. So, and it's, it's much cheaper to go to a community college than it is to attend a four-year university from your first, from your freshman year. Gets? Does that make sense? So I do two years and then two years, but I end up with the same degree as if I did four years at the four-year university. Make sense? Makes sense. So, after my two years in, uh, my community college, I applied to university and 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 granted and you have to take note I was around twenty or almost twenty one years old at this time. So I was you know, I wasn't a fresh I wasn't a high school senior whose emotion I mean I still had a lot of emotions and whatever, but I would venture to say as an eighteen year old versus someone who's maybe twenty or twenty-one, you kinda maybe have a better grasp on your feelings and your a grasp on your world. But I could imagine the intensity and the pressure of being a high school senior get waiting for the admissions letter. Or email in this case to come in. I guess they did letters before email, right? Uh, because as me, as 20, 21 years old, I was every day I was refreshing my email uh, or the email college admissions portal in exam in At least for the schools that I applied for, college admissions portal. And every day I would refresh, refresh uh, application process. It would be pending, 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 pending. And then finally, I would get an email. And said your college application status has changed, and I'll, I've only applied to two universities after my community college uh, degree, uh, both in the UC system or University of California system. So uh, part of this these systems are UCLA, UC Berkeley, UC uh, Irvine, UC San Diego, UC uh, Northridge. I, I forgot what else there is. In the UC system, but it's a very prestigious, prestigious public university school system. Uh, so I applied for UC Irvine and UCSD, UC San Diego, and UC Irvine was my first choice. And I know I'll get a lot of shit for this, but it was because I wanted to follow a girl who was already who got in uh, freshman year. So my girlfriend at the time when I applied, she was in UC Irvine. She was already in her second year at UC Irvine. And, uh, I wanted to get in so that I would get in as a third year. She would be a second year. No, no, she would be, sorry. She was a year younger than me. So basta when I got in, I would be a third year. She would be a second year. And that was the first application process portal thing that said change. So I went to the UC Irvine. I was so excited because I was like, fuck, can't wait. Because I, you know, the, the years, the year or year two, the year or year and a half prior to that, I would visit UC Irvine almost week, every weekend to go visit her. And I loved, I loved the campus. I loved the, like, I loved the buildings. I loved the community. It felt like the kind of community that I wanted to be a part of. And this is no joke. This is not, I'm not just saying this to kind of cover up to the fact that I was going after a girl. Uh, I admittedly also, though, I, the, the, the degree programs and whatever, I didn't even think about that. I just wanted to get into the school. I didn't really care what I, got in as i applied as an economics major because i thought i had you know it sounded cool and i did pretty good in my economics classes in community college i was like fuck it i'll just do economics and i wrote my whole essay my my college admitted admissions essay about economics i don't even remember what i wrote i kind of i'm pretty sure i just bullshitted it which is another thing i want to talk about in a bit um and so I got the thing the portal and, then, and I refreshed it and it said something along and you know they're, they're they talk about it in this documentary that I watch on Netflix once again it's called Operation varsity Blues the college admission scandal and you'll see real I think these are real college or high school kids that re, that videoed their reactions when they got their admissions uh, denial and it's always like we regret to inform you or unfortunately blank blank blank. we cannot admit you or you have been placed on a wait list blah 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 and mine said something along those lines for uc irvine and i remember i was devastated man i cried i really i cried and i called my you know at the time my girlfriend cried and I, i think she'll ask for that i don't know if she still listens to this podcast but i know she listened before but i called her crying and i said i'm sorry i was apologizing to her uh And at the same time, I was feeling sorry for myself. I said, "Fuck!" I mean, I didn't. I said, "I didn't get in. I'm sorry. Like, I'm so sorry. I really." And I really did want to get in. Like, I really wanted to get into the school. It was such a cool school. And in hindsight, you know, if I could go back in time and pick a school, I wouldn't go back to the school. If 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 they gave me the choice and I got into both, I would have still picked UC Irvine because this is like it's it's like one of my dream schools. When I when I think of dream schools, it's like the one that's in my head. Like it's such a cool campus, it's such a cool like I don't know. I just, I just felt like I really would have fit in there. Uh, and then uh, a few minutes later, li- literally same hour during the same hour, I got a um, another email. This one from UCSD, the admissions team at UCSD. And at this point, I was like, oh fuck! I think because in the terms of university rankings, which I think is so weird, but I guess they have that uc irvine is ranked uh, lower than ucsd i think ucsd is like ranked 30 20 at the time it was like ranked 26 in the world and uc irvine was like in the 40s so i was like okay if i didn't get into uc irvine there's no fucking chance right that i got into uh, ucsd i checked it and i was shook bro it said you have been accepted into ucsd And I didn't know, I was like, wait, I I had to make sure, like, is this, does this mean I'm accepted, accepted, or did they just accept that I got my application? And like, I was so, I don't because I, there's no way, right? How did I get into UCSD, but I got denied from UC Irvine? Not that there's anything like, you know, one school's better than the other or whatever, but I just felt like, if I didn't get into UC Irvine, I felt like there's no chance I got into UCSD. Um, So I got into UCSD, and I was so happy And uh, you know, I called my at the time I called my girlfriend and I called my mom and I said, Ma, I got into UCSD and you know, she's very proud of me, blah blah blah. And but I remember not really giving shit about UCSD. And even when I went there, and I know this might come off as a spoiled brat kind of thing, I like I was you know, I was happy I got in or whatever. But I had no feelings. The only reason I went to UCSD is because I, well, A, I applied for it, and B, because it looks good on your resume. Did I care about the, you know, the the departments or whatever the school is? I think the school is really known for a science school. Like, it's known for being a science, and I was not a science major. I I eventually switched to communications, and I'm sure there were better universities or schools, even smaller schools or lower-ranked schools, quote-unquote lower-ranked schools, that had a better let's say communication arts program but i never looked into that going when i was applying for schools all i wanted was a name that i could you know that people would be like that's a good school really and i know that that's i'm a little bit ashamed of myself when i look back on it um because for somebody who me personally i i guess maybe in a way that it helped develop my 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 viewpoints towards Academics, and if you've listened to Halal Show, uh, I've said it that I feel like this whole you know college is a commodity kind of thing is so it's so detrimental to society. Like listening to or sorry listing colleges that are higher ranked than others, looking at the you know turning a you know already making preconceived judgments about people based on their you know a diploma which is kind of weak if you ask me so I don't know it's just it's kind of weird so I I felt like in my two years two years in university at UCSD I was never really happy and I don't want to come out once again I don't want to come up as spoiled like oh you you know your parent your mom paid for your university you should be I I am appreciative of the opportunity for education don't get me wrong but when I was there, it just never felt like I really wanted to be there. Like, I, I wanted to go to UC Irvine. But even then, like, I wasn't really, UC Irvine, even though it's a great school, I would have rather gone to UC Irvine, even if it wasn't ranked in the top whatever. Because it felt right. Every, every day that I was in UCSD, I just was, I felt like I wasn't really where I was supposed to be. I don't know if that makes sense. And, I don't know it just feels like looking back at it i don't know why i put so much pressure on myself and i think you yeah, it's because when i was in high school okay let me go back a few years before my admitted so 2009 when i graduated high school it was all that everybody was talking about man everybody was talking about it like the um what's like did you get into this? Who did you apply for? And I remember even people uh, in my classroom who I didn't even talk to—they would just randomly say JC or even, maybe they didn't even remember my name. Like, hey, bro, who did? you What schools did you apply for? And I remember I was like, I didn't apply to any. I didn't apply to any. Well, I sorry, I lied. I applied to UP, but just for fun, right? Because it was like you know, I wanted to go to college in the, in the Philippines, but I didn't apply to any uh colleges really. Well, University of Washington, I did, but. It was kind of like half-hearted. I didn't have a list of universities that I wanted to go to, and everyone was talking about where do you want to go, where do you want to go. And yeah, you know, I remember making a joke on Facebook saying like, "Got into MIT." I-, I I typed it as like a status, and I remember the next day, man, people were like, "JC, I heard you got into." Oh my god! I was like, I I I, I-, I shut it down real quick. I was like, "Oh, I was just joking, man." But I remember people were like, Oh my God, JC, you got into MIT. And from that fact alone, from that, you know, that interaction alone, I already felt like the, the whole kind of colleges, you know, where you go to is more, is just as important as the education you get. At least in, that's what it felt like. But now, now that I'm older, now that I've kind of gone through it, now that I'm, believe it or not, friends, I am eight years out of university. I finished my bachelor's degree eight years ago and i am shook at that so if ever i own like a business or company or whatever if anybody ever applies i will make sure to like never i mean maybe i would look if they have a degree but where the degree comes from i don't think it should matter i think it just depends on how hard a person works how intelligent they are on their own i mean granted these these i i'm not saying these ivy league schools won't teach you a lot they're ivy league schools for a reason but i think we've just gone i know a lot of dumb fucks that went to ucsd like i don't know how they got in then that's what i that's the other thing i want to talk about college admissions okay but i know a lot of stupid ass people that went to really good schools so i don't know i don't know and i guess this is where the where the college admissions, uh, scandal kind of happened, right? So these really rich people would pay for their, their kids to get in because I guess they couldn't get in on their own. But I was thinking, how, huh? I mean, I don't know. Like, couldn't you just help them get through, like, their admissions, you know, pay for tutors and shit like that? I don't know. Because my grades in high school were pretty good, but not the best. My grades in community college were very good. But, you know, I mean, I, I don't think it was, harvard level-ish but or ucs even ucs i was like i can't believe i got in but i remember the the application process was just something along you to submit your grades you submit your transcript and you write an essay and i know people that have gotten into schools by writing a super bomb-ass essay so if anything like if i was gonna pay somebody off i wouldn't go through this like sketchy Athletics. For I'm not saying I would do any of this, but if I had millions of dollars, I would pay like a writer. Like it would probably be cheaper too. Wouldn't (laughs) I would pay some like savant writer two hundred thousand dollars to write my kids' college essay to get them in, rather than trying to go through this loophole of faking this whole athletic scholarship kind of thing. It just feels like so weird that they couldn't think of other ways to get. It's crazy. And there's one scene in this movie that shows that. Donating a million dollars to a, a big time university won't even make a dent in their admissions. Like it doesn't it won't affect it won't entice them enough to let that person in. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that wild? So yeah. Um just watch just watch the thing and let me know what you think about it. I just I have a I really am very passionate about like I, I got emotional looking at the reactions of these kids. Not getting into their dream school. Some of them were wearing even like the clothing, like the you know, like the hoodie and the beanie of the of their school of choice, and then reading that they got rejected. And I don't think anyone should ever have to go through that. I feel, or at least that feeling of having all these hopes and dreams placed onto one school and then not getting in, because that shit really hurts. It's like it's really painful. Like I know, and I, I and UCSD or UC Irvine. Like I said, it was like it's a dream school for me now. When I look back on it, if I could go to college again, I would go there. But at the time, I was just going in to follow a girl. But even that, that shit hurt like hell. So imagine having, you know, maybe your four years of high school, you've had this whole pent up idea in your head, na, popunta sa Harvard, going to Yale, popunta sa you know, University of Washington. Your parents are are going, and there's a, a part in this movie which shows, which says that. In a way, the parents are kind of like the ones that want to get into college. But since they get in, now they're living through their kids. And I would never do that to my kid. Like I will never ever put the idea of you have to get into this school. And if you don't, then you're a failure. Because, man, just seeing these. And I'm pretty sure these are real life reactions of high school kids getting rejected from their school. And I remember how it felt. I remember how it felt like you were a loser. Like you felt like you lost. And this wasn't even my dream school. So imagine you're wearing the memorabilia. You're wearing the hoodie and whatever. And you don't get it, And you're like, Putang, in a yung yung buy it. I know some merch. Uh, I just... Uh, man, that's just... Uh, so if anyone who went to school here in, in the Philippines can let me know. Is that is that how it works here? Is there a finite number of slots? Because how I see it here, and I don't want to shit on a lot of... I told you, I'm not going to mention it in schools. But it seems like if you have the money... And if you do okay enough on the test, there's an entrance test, you get in. Now, in the U.S., uh, just to go back onto that as well, there was no entrance exam per se, but there were the the SATs. And I don't remember my SAT scores. I just remember they were above average but not great. So I don't know how it works here. Like, Don't you take a test and you submit your high school grades, I guess? Do you write an essay? I don't know. But I feel like the ones, because I know some kids who will go to a pretty fancy expensive school who are dumb as fuck. So I just, I don't understand, man. I don't know how it works out here. But is there that kind of pressure out of high school? Because it seems to be, whenever I go host a debut, right? Whenever I host a debut and I always ask the high school kids there, what school are you going to? They seem to be very sure about where they're going. I don't, and it—I don't know if they've already been admitted at the time, or they just happen to like. Oh, my parents went there. I'm probably gonna go there too. Blah blah blah. I don't know how it works, but it seems like they there seem to be more sure. Like they, I don't see any videos on YouTube saying I got into. Maybe it's just not. Maybe these Pinoys you know, just don't like to gloat or whatever. But it, it's really big in the U.S., so I just wondered, I out of curiosity, how it is over here that's what i wanted to share i mean i felt like oh look 30 minutes see i told you once i watch something and i find a very i find something that i can talk about i feel i can talk for a while about it so yeah i mean i'm sure i missed out a lot and i'm sure you guys have a lot of questions so if you have any questions hit me up on the podcast instagram tevez on the best i hope you have a great friday and uh you know i released twice this week so it's good news for you guys out there and listen to how a lot of show season two mix number 11 is out uh, we also have a sponsored Lechica episode by Globe, which came out this past Monday, and I hope to release my next episode on Tuesday. I'll probably stream on Facebook this weekend, so hopefully catch you there, but, um, if I don't, thank you for listening, and I'll see you all. Say it with me! Later!